Welcome back, welcome back. You got a calculated conversation show. Got David Jefferson, your host. Your co-host, Ken Jones. Yeah. What's up, Ken? Uh, not too much. What's going on with you, brother? Man, just keeping the energy consistent. Um, you know, letting it tell me what to do, man, and not questioning. Oh. It told me to come in today, so I said, all right. <laughs> said, Show I that. had other stuff to do. <laughs> How was your week? Oh, was good, man. Yeah? Yeah, a lot of good things, man. Like, you know, just maintaining control of, you know, my mindset. Things ain't never perfect, you know, but um, my goal has never been to be perfect. It's always been to understand imperfection. Uh. So I can capitalize off it from the reverse end, you know what I'm saying, and make mistakes and still grow, (laughs) (laughs) you know what I'm saying? So that happened about every week, man. So, um, yeah, yeah. So I'll be excited to, uh, man, head out to Arizona in a couple, uh, couple next weekend. Yeah, what you got going out there? Man, nothing's just kind of going out there to soak up some energy. Oh, you let know? me find out. Okay, yeah. catching flights. Yeah, every now and again, <laughs> I, yeah, every now and again, the energy say, "Man, you know, uh, just going to do it." That's dope. And so I just don't question it. You got some people down there? Yeah, I know some people. It's okay. a lot of Portland people down there too. So, oh, yeah, I'm excited to you know uh, check out a couple of palm trees, man, and a little bit of sun. Nice little oasis. I heard it's 90, man. So I'm gonna have my crocodile hunter shorts on this Ooh. time. 90. Yeah, and that's, that's that retarded heat. Like that's that 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 mm. like scorcher. I th- ain't Arizona. Don't they gotta have like I feel like Vegas where you gotta have the the AC in everywhere. Yeah, otherwise yeah you might be. Yeah, I know a couple people that sidewalk. Stay, not in Scottsdale, <laughs> but was in some spots that uh they 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 were saying during the day you don't even go outside. Yo, they got some real sun devils out there, man. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we had a good week last week, man. We had like four callers, man. Like, and they oh, just yeah. kind of like gave us the world. Like, right, it right. Like, it's like, are we really doing this? Like, <laughs> we just actually, you know, we just, um, we just feel blessed that people are actually listening and being able to connect with it. And, yeah. and so they see this opportunity to bridge build when I think you don't really get a chance to see it as often. Yeah. You know, it's from what I understand and, and, and what I listen to and what I study. And I see in the normal um, in the normal operations of society is typically everything is somehow meant to divide or separate on, in some way or some form. Right. You know that's what I notice, and mm-hmm. I think, and I'm I'm hoping people appreciate that that's not the goal of the show, and that it's actually quite the opposite, man. You know, we feel like uh, the more people um, that bring a piece to a bridge, like the further we all can go. Right. You know. And so okay. it was blessing. Thanks for the phone calls. Please call in today uh, if you got a got some advice or got a question or you know just want to update us on something, man. I mean, don't don't hesitate to call in. That's that's what we're here for. And so. y'all need that phone number. It's 503-231-8187. Again, 503-231-8187. So yeah, that's the number to be able to call in on if you're feeling something we're saying. Or even got something to add to it or take away from it. Just right. give a call and let us know. Right. If we don't know what we're talking about, let us know if we can learn. <laughs> yeah, I had a interesting weekend. My 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 daughter, she turned 13 this weekend. So put together a little party for her. It was a nice little uh, celebration. <clears throat> she had her little uh, friends come through. It's interesting. Uh, you know, I've never been a girl. Um <laughs> so okay, going <laughs> going through this like sitting back and really just tripping out uh, as they group was together and realizing like uh, they harass each other worse than boys do the girls yeah 
like at least that group <laughs> and right. you know it was four right. uh pretty strong personalities and it was no beef or nothing but just watching the way that they was kind of getting on each other just reminded me of being young and me just thinking this is a boy thing right this is this is how we interact oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. harass and i was like yeah we might not got nothing on that no and girls get, get rough on each other too right man. we just don't always see it yeah yeah <laughs> right you know so. so yeah that was a good little good little piece yeah, uh, that was pretty dope, man. I seen you uh, put up a live video, man, about you know just kind of going to her. Uh, was it her dance or was it her nah, lunch? It was her lunch, lunch, right? Yeah, she invited me to come. She wanted me to come have lunch with her for her birthday. Mm -hmm. She asked me a couple months back, and then uh, we had a same pair of shoes, so she was like, "We should match." Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then happened to be shopping for her one day, and she seen some jerseys, some uh, some Bulls, Bulls jerseys, and was like. Yeah, let's see. So, you know, right, I'm, right. I'm for it. I'm a sucker when it comes to my girls. But, uh, hey, man. <laughs> but, uh, I think that's wonderful, man. I, yeah, it was something dope. You know, seeing her face coming in, running in the office uh, to grab me, it was just like she lit up. And uh, right. just even sitting at the table, seeing how proud she was, you know, that I was there. Right. And, you know, a bunch of her little friends know me just from coming by the house. She be, you know, she's constantly got sleepovers happening or yeah. she's going to sleepover it's always something I feel like their life is so cracking compared to what I was doing <laughs> yeah it's off the hook though man they can reach they, they can reach their friends in right. one second man we right. gotta we gotta get on a bike a swim we gotta drive wow. some, we gotta ride somewhere he might not be home wow you know too, I mean? too many pieces to the puzzle back then. Like, <laughs> you know, if I, you call his phone, man, it's somebody on it is busy. Right, you got the busy right now. For the last six hours, <laughs> <laughs> you've been trying to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's cool though, man. Yeah, times definitely changed, man. They got more access at each other, quicker, yeah. faster. You yeah. know, and hopefully, how you depending on how you use it, better or for worse. Right, right. You, and know? I'm, I, you know, I'm interested, bro. I sit back and I and I like even even that night, I just sat back, kind of watched how how they were maneuvering with their phones, sending each other stuff, you know, taking their little selfies, getting their video clips and all that, and just uh, seeing what the banter was about their social media stuff. Just right. It's just interesting because right. they know nothing else. So right. sometimes I'm like, you know, am I getting am I getting older to where it's the new thing? So I'm, I'm like, well, when I was your age, and, right. you know, and I don't want to be that. But at the same time, still wanting there to be some understanding of what was at one point, which was a different type of communication. Right. You right. know, but it's having to understand. I think I heard a comedian say something that was uh, crazy funny. He was like, uh, he hate old people to be like, oh, these kids today don't even know how to read a map. And he's like, yeah, because they invented a way for the map to read itself. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> it's like, you can't, you can't be mad at that, you know? Right. Times change, things change. So, you know, definitely trying to trying to find that balance. But, again, it's just, it was it was a good weekend running with these girls and getting a, 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 a inside view into the dynamic. And I don't think a lot of people get to peer into that. Right. No, I don't think they do at all, man. Nah. It's, uh, it's a whole nother... It's a whole another, it's a whole another ball game, you know what I mean? Right, right. But yeah, that was a yeah. You had a lot of fun with that, man. I seen, um, I seen you made the live video, man. It's like, and uh, you know, I know when it comes to your girls, you you know, you real, you know, you real hardy on them. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And so, 
And I think that you touched a lot of people with that, and it looked like you even shed a tear on that one. Nah, I was, and it's funny because uh, one of my partners. Oh, it was a window too. down. Uh, yeah, I had to. I had to. I, I was uh, looking, and I was seeing the little bag up under my eye. Y'all know I'm lying, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> right. but nah, uh, you know, just having that moment. And one of the things that I understand as far as being a parent, and you know, coming from it and being young, you know, I don't. I, my oldest kid, 19. I'm 33. So I, I, I didn't have kids since I was a kid. This is what I know. And understanding that, you know, in times of not having nothing, being there, having a presence is more important than any of that. And, and again, the financial is great. To be able to have that, of course, you want to do what you need to do in order to be able to provide. Right. But if that's something that you can't get right, being there, right. showing up. And that's, that's the, showing up. That's the biggest part. And it's, it's, you know, perplexing for me as a parent, when people got kids across town, especially other men, I know like none of my, my, my friends mm -hmm. that are males that have children are halfway deadbeats. Like right. everybody is is fully involved as as best they can be. You right. know, even with if, if they've got issues with their kid's mother, it's still their what they're putting for, they're not falling back. Right. Like I can't I can't be okay with that. And you know, that's where one of those frustrations that come when I know people that's kids is across town and they don't come see them. Yeah, you know, I got yeah. plenty of homegirls that deal with that type of stuff, and it's like I live a state away from my kids, and it's it's happened. My kids can never say I did not show up. Right. My memory, the every memory that they have that's a milestone, my face is attached to because I was there. Mm -hmm. Even if I couldn't necessarily afford it, I I did what I had to do to make right. sure I was there, and right. that's what matters. Right. I think that's that energy. That's when the energy kind of tells you, man. Right. It's like you don't really have a choice. Right. Like it just kind of takes your choice away exactly. in certain certain certain. Exactly. situations that are probably good for you that you have to be involved in right. one way or another so right right yeah that's pretty dope man so, yeah, i just had to talk you know get a little psa on it and you know and i understand the struggles yeah. and you know having issues with the other parent in a situation i understand all all that right. <laughs> to the maximum but i do understand my relationship with the individual you know mm -hmm. what I mean with my child right that's what's more important than any of that and everything that come with it I'll take it you right. know what I mean right. so straight up man yeah so uh, so I know you had uh, you was doing a little bit of writing and research oh, yeah, and I thinking a little jotting a little jotting down of some things so what I'm a uh, was you was you talking about masculine masculine toxic masculine what was that? I know we touched on that like brought it up just briefly as far as right. just the the toxic masculinity and I mean, I know that's a pop phrase right now. Um, so I almost feel sometimes I feel a little weird using that term just because it's 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 one of those hot 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 terms right now. But I definitely think you know there is um, there is a lot of things that we we're brought up to uh, to to idolize things that that mean power to us, mm -hmm. things that mean success like right. that's something we touched on heavy in the right. last show these right. different things that mean achievement mm -hmm. that in the bigger scope of things are they're nothing right and until we start really laying down the foundation you know for ourselves right. for our partners and holding our partners accountable what we touched on last episode mm -hmm. holding our loved ones accountable for stepping up and you know thinking broader than just oh it's I didn't knock down this many women Right. Uh, you know, I got this car, and these are my these are my achievements. Right. You right, know, a couple right. gold chains. Like this is my achievements, and this is this is everything right. that I'm standing on. Right. As opposed to the things that's going to really further. 
Right. You know what I mean? Right. A little bit of life insurance, a little credit, uh, yeah. you know, the little things that actually. Right. A little freedom. You know, going to set you up to be able to have some freedom. Those are the things, you know, that in, in my understanding of being masculine now, that's that's what matters. Right. You know what I mean? Right. More than those others. So Absolutely, man. That's yeah. like that's like basically like shifting. I just kind of. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, I just call that kind of going against. Um, you know everything we've been taught you know and I always talk about strength um, and maintaining your individuality and and taking advantage of yourself you know as opposed to letting society take advantage of you Mm -hmm. and kind of dictate what your definition of success is right right and so you make your own definition you kind of go against the grain and you got to have the strength and the power and the resilience to go against everything that's around you and everything that you were taught right you know what I'm saying? But the beauty in that is I think that is real strength. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I don't think real manhood. Uh, I mean, I just don't believe. I ain't going to say it like that. You know what I mean? But I just don't think that, you know, as as men, you know, as creators and leaders, we're not meant to follow everything. Right. You know, some things have to be held um, to the test to make sure that they're conducive to um, our path and where we plan on seeing ourselves in the future because right. things change times right. change right you know and so and we can't keep old traditions and old ideas that you know realistically got us to only one level in the game so you have to grow you have to be able to go against things you know right. and I, and I think that's the beauty of changing what the definition of success is and once we see success as being intelligent, you know, being right. being compassionate, <laughs> right. you know, being respectful, being loving, being supportive, um, having empathy, um, and understand that all those things can be achieved, and and it doesn't take away from your bravado. It doesn't take away from your 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 <clears throat> physical attributes as right. a man. It doesn't take away from you being able no. to still be a leader or any of that. And that's where I think the confusion kicks in when those key words are thrown out there. Yeah. It's it's identified with being less than. Right, right, exactly. And then yeah. that's when you got to kind of, and that's when you, that's see, and that's when they tell you you have to separate yourself now. Yeah. Because now the conversations ain't the same. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? The streets ain't the same. And it's like, and you're going, you know, and we still impressionable because we're from there. And so either you yeah. stay there and you kind of lose a little bit of energy or you just kind of separate yourself the best you can and, and try to continue to climb and grow and experience new things. And typically you're going to have to do a lot of those things alone, right. alone until you uh, attract the energy of like minded people who you may have never met in your life. Righteous. You know, and that's the beauty of, of growth and, and awareness and, um, you know, and, uh, just kind of advancing in life, I think. Right. So we got a phone call. Um, is Vaughn on the line? Yeah, Vonda. Yes, Mr. Jefferson. Thank you for calling the show. How you feeling? I'm blessed and highly favored. How are you, sir? Oh man, we uh, we feeling real good right now. Real blessed. Glad you called in. What you got for us? I'm calling to ask. What are the highest and the lowest points of each of your successful life? Mm. The highest and lowest points. Mm. I think I can answer that. That's a tough question, Vonda. So I don't know where you got that one from, but <laughs> <laughs> but um, I can tell you my lowest point. Uh, it's pretty easy, I guess. You know, I hate to really even admit it on air, but you know, we transparent. We got to practice mm-hmm. what we preach. Righteous. You know, I think my lowest point is, um, you know, is being alone, you know, being just kind of feeling like uh, 
a, a, a alien. You know what I'm saying? Like being an alien in your own in your own world. You know, not being able to connect with a lot of people, not being able to understand a lot of people, not being understood, you know, constantly being judged and misrepresented and misinterpreted for what we really represent. You know, I think as light workers, you know, because typically where we from um, a lot of, you know, it's not a whole lot of a lot of individuals that's going to take this route and, and stand strong, you know. And, you know, if you know about, you know, uh, leaders in the past, I mean, they've all been extremely ridiculed on some level you know um, life put in jeopardy or you know possibly even assassinated or even committed suicide just due to the the pain of being misunderstood you know what I mean and so I think that's the lowest part of my life because I'm aware of so many things that it's frustrating that I know all these things you know and I think at that point you can feel cursed to to know too much or to understand too much especially when you live in uh, in this kind of place and so there's nothing left to do but to um you know, try to make some changes and adjustments the best you can, you know, while you while you're alive, you know, and just kinda and and you know, just kinda do what you were called to do regardless of your circumstances or what's going on around you, you know. And that's the beauty of independent, you know, and mental strength, you know, and loyalty to the energy, you know, loyalty to the universe. So that's that's kind of my lowest point. I think my highest point is on the flip side, the connections I do make with people, you know, things that brought me and Ken Jones together, that energy, you know, the fact that it's actually people, a few people out there do understand that we can have these conversations, that we can relay that, no, they don't think I'm crazy or I'm thinking too much or I'm talking too much or just turn your mind off for a second, David, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to always want to hear that. My mind, I can't turn it off. I've never had any control of how deep or how fast, you know, or how powerful I think is just a natural progression of who I am as a human being and individual. And so I have to be loyal to that and have to accept that. And I, and I feel good when I'm connecting with people that understand that. And even if people that don't understand it, they want to understand and they do appreciate the information, even if they can't empathize or identify with immediately. They like where it's going. They like what it sounds like. And they, you know, they want to hear more and they want to talk more. You know what I'm saying? So when I realize I'm actually affecting people and when people tell me their lives have gotten a little bit better because of things that I've said or things that I've written or conversations we've had, when people tell me that you don't really know me, but you have helped me through a few situations that you know nothing about and I want to thank you. Those are the things that make my high point, you know, um, kind of glow. You know, those are the things that let me know that I'm right where I need to be and I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And that is not supposed to be easy and I'm not supposed to be understood throughout my whole journey. You know what I'm saying? And so those are my points. You know, I know I went a little bit overboard with it, but, you know, I had to say that because I think that was a good question. Yeah. Thank you for that. So Ken? I'm pulling over here. Mine is uh, I'm going to pull into some specific specific events and I'm going to uh, go ahead and open up for the listeners here. I think my my low was. uh with my, my, my two oldest, we had a family structure. Me, their mom, my girls. And due to me just being young and immature and thinking that the money and what it took to get the money was, was more important than the relationships in home, I broke up the household. And I think for me, that was my lowest point was my kids not now not being able to grow with both parents in the house so with that that i think was my lowest that that 
shook up my whole world. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm used to coming home, opening this door, karma being, you know, a year and a half at the time, stumbling down the hallway, mm. trying to get to me, right. you know, and having to go from that to living alone. Right. You know, visiting, having the kids come over. Right. And so that was probably my low. Now going for my my up, I'd say my oldest on her 18th birthday. That was probably the one of the top highlights for me. Absolutely. And getting there for not only did she graduate high school without getting in trouble, without having any major issues along the way, like she broke a cycle as far as the women in our families mm. on both sides. Mm. Managed to make it to 18 without being pregnant. Mm without dropping out of school, mm -hmm. without having any run-ins with the police. So therefore, she helped to create a legacy that got to move forward. So for me, that was my high. Right. You know? And I mean, of course, there's other pieces that go in there. But we got another callers. Okay. All right. Uh, hello. Hey there. Hey. Hey, listen, my name is Joseph. I'm uh, a KBOO member, and I just want to give you guys a real shout-out kudos for folks having a program that's real I mean real to life and uh, I don't know it just touches me every time I hear you guys so oh, man. I just want to thank you for that man we appreciate it man thank you for letting us know that that's that's what we need to yeah. keep keep going yes yeah listen thanks you so much and because it's it's about uh, men being real men and fathers being real fathers and all those kind of things so yes. hey Thank you. Appreciate it, Joseph. Thank you. Take take it easy. Bye bye. <laughs> All right. Man, those was two good calls. Yeah, well, Vonda hit us with the. Yeah, with Vonda. The if you're still listening, sorry <laughs> we lost you. I mean, we're not used to getting two calls at one time. Now we're growing a little bit. <laughs> we didn't know how to click over. <laughs> that back click got dangerous. the rotary dial but no uh, no we appreciate that Vondi if you're listening that was an amazing question yeah, um, yeah. sheesh no, one, no one's ever asked me that before so I had to kind of think for a second right. like that's tough but yeah but you know, it, I'm glad you went first I was I was cycling through I knew my and I'm, I was trying to juggle like how deep am I going yeah how, yeah <laughs> yeah. I, I, know, I know what bothered me the most man I mean that's easy you know I don't tell everybody but you know, I guess it's for being transparent if that's the way it is right, right. now. Right, I mean, that's what we talk about, being vulnerable, being open. That's what we said in you know. the platform for people to understand that this is this is a part of it. But I remember you saying something about, um, you were talking about an energy, energy shift a minute ago. Oh, You were yeah. saying something about... So, the idea of energy matching, and I know one of the, the, the popping little, little phrases right now is, had that same energy. Right. <laughs> when you see right. have that same energy. <laughs> right. Which, you know, I'm 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 you know, it's times I gotta say, I'm I'm in line with that that phrase. Oh yes. wait, I know what that is. That's when somebody said, Hey, what you say? Right. They so they want you to get, say it exactly right, the exactly. way you just Give said it the first same time. Energy. Or you was on the phone talking that way. You was hey, on the, you ever see Lowdown Dirty Shame? Yes. <laughs> he says yes. He said, What'd you say? He said, I was simply saying that you let me handle things from here on out. <laughs> <laughs> Ran it on back. <laughs> I was simply saying, no, I'm, I'm listening, bro. I like that. Yeah, matching, but, uh, matching energy. But matching energy, and the thing that with that matching energy, um, you want to match the energy that you actually <laughs> want want to have. You know what I mean? If you if you all if you're constantly matching somebody's energy, that means when right. somebody's coming inside, when somebody's coming with this negative energy, right. just whatever they're going through in that day, that means you taking that on. 
Right. And what what good is that going to do? <clears throat> you know, who knows what you were do- doing and what you were feeling before that. And if you matching everybody's energy, right. that, that can be all bad. Right. And one of the things, uh, I got an example from this weekend that was a, a dope moment. So I go, uh, I had the little 13 balloon, the one, three little mm-hmm. foil balloons. So I needed to get them bl- blown up. Went up to Safeway. I get up to the counter. Excuse me, the little flower counter. Nobody there. It said to go to customer service. I walk over there. Nobody at customer service. So I'm like, okay, I'll go back and wait. Sitting over here for probably like two to three minutes. Look over. I see us a lady coming in. She got the Safeway apron joint on. So I'm like, okay. Or at least the name tag. Right. But uh, she come and then uh, she got some flowers, sit them down. And, you know, I'm trying to make eye contact. She don't acknowledge my being. Right. So I'm like, okay, cool, okay. She go around. Coming to the cash register. <sighs> How can I help you? Oh, I was like, oh, okay. That's my, my exact response. Okay. Well, I got these balloons I need done, and I had a couple little regular balloons. I'm like, you know, so what's the price going to be on this? She's like, well, those would be like, you know, $3 a piece, and those are done. And she's like walking away, and like, they'll be done in 15 to 20 minutes. Oh, uh, all right. <laughs> so I had to go handle some more business, went to the Dollar Tree, a couple of other places I had to run to. And when I came back, I was like, you know, do I – do I just come pay my money, don't say nothing? Right. Or do I just give her a little something at least that she can take with her? Mm-hmm. I decided to give her a little something she could take with her. So great decision. come up, you know, get rain. She tells me what's, you know, one of the balloons had a hole in it and so on. And I was like, you know, uh, I hope whatever, whatever it is you got going on, that it get better throughout this day. Right. And, you know, in that moment, she legit was like, you know, it's just one of those days I'm at work and I just feel like I could be doing more. Mm-hmm. I was like, like what? I follow right Like what? Mm-hmm. You know, I just, I'm doing this and I'm 51 years old. I like doing this outside. I want to do weddings. I want right. to, so how come you haven't taken that step? Then the conversation proceeded. We kept going, going back and forth, ended up exchanging some info as far as some places she could maybe check out Etsy, some of these different places that she could possibly get this stuff going. She asked about my experience with trying to start up a business. I let her know what I'm good at. And if it was something that she needed help with from what my knowledge was, you know, went back and forth. She explained about her husband and him being supportive of her and her just kind of being nervous to take that step. Right. And, you know, me telling her that's that's the biggest part. But taking that step and just you just go for it. Um, of course, not knowing the ins and outs. You right, right, right. Informed decision for yourself. But at the end of that conversation, she thanked me. Of course. For having this talk with her. Right. And bringing her spirits back. And no lie, bro. Like, I walk away, go do my other stuff that I was doing in the store. And her whole... Her, whole energy every it was a smile on her face as she's moving around doing the rest of her stuff absolutely came back to that store later maybe four or five hours later still that same look about her not dragging feet looking like i don't want to be here right and that was just a great example of instead of matching that i helped to bring hers back to a frequency that was on par with how we should be operating right you know what i mean so that was a cool little little moment where I, i took the the moral high road and Okay, okay, listeners, don't forget to call in um, if you got a question or you want to add on to something or you just want to give us some advice or you want to ask some, you know, 503-231-8187. That's 503-231-8187. So, man, I, I um, yeah, that match your energy, man, that, that's a dope, dope concept, bro. It really is. Um, 
And the reason is because, um, you know, you can, you know, we can pick and choose which energy we want to match and which ones we don't want to match based yeah. off the effect that we want to have on people in general and society, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm going to tell you what's going on. She in customer service. Right. You know, and the amount of people that she deal with that don't give a, mm-hmm. you know, heck. Uh, <laughs> heck. I'm not no hill. Heck. <laughs> you don't give a heck. <laughs> Uh, you know, like they, they like she used to that. So this is what she expects every day. She expects people to not to care. Right. You know, and she expected you not to care. You right. weren't supposed to care. Right. You know, you one of those rare light workers, one of those rare, you know, like energy uh sufficient right. individual right. who understand that, you know, she may be going through something. Whereas the average thinking person Okay. <laughs> Whereas the average person would have took that personal. Okay. Right, yeah. they would have took that personal, and that, and that's how most people would have matched her energy. Right, you know, and right. I appreciate that because I, like, man, I think one of the most amazing things is having new conversations every day. Man, man. I try to get at least five, ten every day, new people, new conversations. I bring them in with a joke. I look for a similarity. I break it open. Whatever it is, man, it happens every day, and people are quite surprised that they're actually nice and cordial. And compassionate people out there, right. and they didn't expect that. Right. And so, and so you we had to you had to wake her up for a second. Like, oh, right. wait a minute, right. I can talk to him. Right. I was in this zone thinking everybody was gonna be jerks to me today. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? And you woke her up, so she's like, oh, I can open up. Somebody cares. Right. And that's that's the, the problem with society. Too many people don't care, so we expect everybody not to care. Right. And that's when people get bitter, you know. Right. And that's when we get damaged. And so we just keep the energy bad, and then we we get it back bad from the other people who don't care, don't think there's anybody else that cares. Right. Next thing you know, you got two people acting mean to each other, whereas <laughs> they both want to care deep down. Right. But they can't because they don't know who care and who don't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So uh, I think we got another phone call. Um, Carl coming in. Carl. Hey, brother. What's going on, man? Is this the famous Carl? Or <laughs> yeah. What's up? Wanna... <laughs> what's up, Carl, man? Our, our, our uh, number one uh, caller right now, number yeah. one listener. What's up, man? Yeah. Oh, just. Listening and just enjoying what you all's talking about. So that was a good story, Ken. And I guess the thought that came to my mind was that in any of this stuff, everything that we do is, you know, it's an opportunity. And yes. I guess, unfortunately, you know, most people look at, they're looking for something to get, right? Right. It's all about, the getting, but they don't, I guess the thing that I think we all can learn is that it's all about the giving. It's what you gave to that woman and you know, that's what makes the world a better place. Right. Right. So, right. Right. See, you get it. You got, you got it, Carl. It. And man. then the other thought, you know, you mentioned masculinity and to me, um, it's uh, mas- masculinity is a joke to me. It's a, it's just a, it's a foolish concept. I think I grew up in a, luckily I grew up in a, a house full of women mostly, and I guess I learned that it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman. They, you know, that your sex doesn't have anything to do with how great a human being you can be. The, right. you know, the, the, the value of a human being is, you know. 
is in the giving and the sharing and the caring for right. your kids or your wife or your neighbor or the person at the counter or whatever. Yeah. You know, that oh, yeah. that's what makes a, 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 a great human being. You know, unfortunately, you know, all this... It, you know, all the people in the world are trying to sell stuff on Facebook or on TV or whatever. You know, they're they're trying to get you to look at this shiny whatever thing, whether it's a person or a car or you know that. Anyway, it's just this huge distraction that is right. you know kind of everybody's distracted from what really matters, and then uh, right, kind of like like, like uh, a false sense of success or something. Yeah, so, or, you know, just, I guess, I don't know. I think that, for me, you know, just tuning into what really helps, you know. I think, like you say, if you if you break this, if you break things down, you know, like masculinity or whatever, you know, if you break it down, what's what's there that really helps? The only thing that, you know, that really helps is... You know, I don't know. I guess don't, don't. I think you you break all this stuff down, and the only thing that really matters is how you care for the other person right. that you're looking at, or whatever, regardless of who they are. Right. Uh, right. You know, and it's uh, I don't know. We, you know, it is. I don't know. It's just we get it, Carl. We get it. Crazy world. And the other thought I had was. Uh, you know, uh, David made a comment about res- getting pushback from the community or whatever, and I think that you know that's, I mean that's natural that that will happen, and I guess that you know it's just a matter of proving to those people that you know you're you're here to care for them, not to you know right. push them aside or something, you know. Just to help them. That's what we're going to do. We're going to keep so it going. Anyway, man. that's all I got. We appreciate it, Carl, <laughs> man. Thanks it. again, man. We, 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 we'll talk to thanks. you next week. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> all right. All right, Come Carl. On. Talk to you soon. Uh, all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think Carl might be our favorite uh, listener. Right, right. This might be his favorite yeah, show, you know. We appreciate that, though, because we get a chance to, like, reach out to people we wouldn't normally get to talk to, man. You yeah. know, like, where else would we have these calculated conversations, you know? Yeah. It's like a perfect opportunity, man. You know, an idea, too, right quick, just thinking about, you know, I was talking about the energy matching and then, you know, my story from this weekend where, you know, she was bringing up what where her talents and ambitions lie. Um, the idea that uh, it's a question that I wrote out for myself and stuck up on a note, but it was like, uh, what does the world need that your gift or talent provides? Right. Think about that and then find a way to apply it. I was listening to that today, man, yeah. on YouTube. That's why yeah. you said that. Think about a way to apply it. And the crazy thing is when you take a second to really sit back and, and find out what your thing is, I think that's where the people who are living a life and they're right. they're, they're living their best life, they right. found their thing right, and they're right. running with that. Right. And it's not even work. That's why you get those, you know, like you think of, we think of athletes, entertainers and mm-hmm. so on, where they're, they're doing what they're saying. But then you also have the dude that wanted to own a car wash. Right. The dude that wanted the corner store. 
Right. Those same people. It's the same type of feeling. That's right. It's the same type of feeling because that's what they wanted to do. It's people out here digging up dinosaur bones. That's what they wanted to do. Right. And that's being able to find that. Whatever it is that you have that you're naturally drawn towards, that's yeah. being able to use that. If you got a voice, right. if you're good with words, you're good with writing, you're good with interpreting, breaking ideas down, all those things, right. and find a way to be able to apply that to be able to help the next somebody. Right. Yeah, that's the, uh, I think that's the main purpose, man. Every time I, you know, every time I listen to one of my motivational speakers or, you know, even when I'm just writing myself or, yeah. or reading, I mean, every it all points to the same thing, you know, like there's, you know, there's something that you're good at. There's something that you love. There's something that you're passionate at. There's something that um, you're better than most people at. Yeah, it's, it comes you know? natural. It comes easy to you. And, to and, and the thing is, and we live in a society that, you know, that continues to um, follow traditions, you know, and mm -hmm. traditions that they don't necessarily even fit in. Right. You know, but because that's all they know and, you know, creativity has been suppressed, you know, I feel like by, you know, by entertainment, by society, by the media, you know, by everything, you yeah. know, by by our whole system, you right. know what I mean? Everything's suppressed. You know, they, all, they want you to do something, you know, they can't really force you to do it, but they're going to, they're going to pave out a very clear pathway for you, make it hard for you to go any other way. And so if you want to go another way, you got to claw, you got to bring out a bulldozer, and you got to do all kinds of stuff, you know, to get to it, to create your own route. Right. And that's slower. So when you're dealing with a bulldozer, you're making a new road, it's slow. Or to even think creatively about how to get to the route that you need to go to. Yeah, or, or yeah, or, you know, or it may not make a route. It could have been created already. You know, it just might be a little bit smaller. It might not be a lot of people on that route. That's what I'm telling you. I'm about to start you know? reading nighttime stories. I'm about to make a YouTube channel <laughs> reading bedtime stories, adult <laughs> bedtime stories. <laughs> right. That's that's my new, my, that's going to be my side hustle. Right. No, it's what you love, right. remember? Not right. what he loves. <laughs> He's on TV. You're at home right now. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, I mean, you know, it's, uh, you know, we good at something, man. You know, and it take a while, and you can't feel bad about not finding it. It doesn't. It, there's no amount of time. It doesn't. It's not on no time. It's not on no clock. And I think people get frustrated with the clock. Right. You know, they're looking at the clock, and they're looking at their seven. They're looking at the clock, and then they say, "I'm gonna do something faster." Yeah. And when you do something faster, you throw yourself out of your energy lane. Right. You know, your specific lifeline. And you completely never get there. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying you just move real fast, real quick, and then you stop real quick. Yeah. And then, you, then they then they take you back anyway, right? You know right. what I'm saying? They take you back anyway. Right. You know what I mean? And so we got to think in the long term, you know. And so, um, you know, and that's the only way we're gonna be able to really kind of, I think, enjoy the benefits that the universe has for each of us specifically. I right. think they got something for everybody. Everybody's wildest dreams is literally tucked inside their heart. You know, all you have to do is open it up and find, figure out where it guides you. You know, it takes you to a certain place. You just have to go there. And and you can't ask questions, yeah. man. Like, don't ask questions. Like, you know what you're supposed to do. Like, we know what's right. Like, and, and when we ask questions, we're trying to find a way to outsmart the energy. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's not doable. Everybody that's tried that has been brought back to the beginning or they just never finished, you know? Mm -hmm. and, and you have to just go with the energy. And it may take a long time. Yeah, that's it may throw you. You may get thrown right. off track sometimes by following people, but the energy is going to always lead you back. It doesn't matter if it's 
if it's people, if it's a job, if it's a career, if it's a, you know, relationship, um, you know, a goal, a business, you know, like the energy will guide you. But the more you question it, the more you're talking yourself out of it, it kind of knows you just feel it. You just feel when you're supposed to do something. Mm-hmm. Everybody has that feeling yeah. when they know they're supposed to do something. But they think about it, overthinking. They say, I'm going to do something else. Yeah. I'm going to try. So I got a feeling the energy may not know what it's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? And then and so and that's kind of I think that's how we get get caught up in that in that trap, you know, and I noticed my best times, my most pleasurable moments, my most memorable uh, aspects of, the, of my journey, man, have been times where I, I just kind of did things. I didn't know why I was doing them. Mm. I just knew that they were supposed to be done. Mm. And when I got there, like I created something, I found something, I was shown something every single time, man. OK, every time. Every time. So my question, I got a question then with that, because I follow this and I know this is how you actually live. So, you know, thinking of one of the things you talked about time, like doing this in a, there's no set time. And I think my take on it is slightly a little bit different as far as there's no time. You can write out, map out your route. And there's people that need to have that down kind of planning their route but I think right. that's where we get caught up because we say okay six months we're here here right. and in two years we're gonna that's be here I mean, yeah. yeah and it's like so that two years mm-hmm. may be eight years right but you still following that formula right which essentially that's what that is following that formula and sticking to whatever it is you know somebody else may di- may have been able to accomplish it in that two-year span mm-hmm that doesn't take away from what it is that you're doing. Right. You're just going to have a little more seasoning by right. the time you jump into it. I think we got plenty of examples of people who are out here that didn't get their start up, their break until later in life. You know, right. you don't have to have the world figured out right. by 30, right. 35, 40, right. 40. It, it's when it comes, it comes. Right. And if you prepare, then you're going to be able to take it. And that's the other piece is being prepared for the opportunity. Right. That's what, you know, they talk about luck and it's like, there's no luck right. as much as there is preparation. Right. And you're just ready to be able to recognize an opportunity and being able to seize it and maximize every avenue that right. comes with absolutely. it. Absolutely. <laughs> it'll, it'll take you crazy places, man, and you know, you just got to go along for the ride, you know, and don't double don't, you know, double uh double guess your yeah. your energy and and your true passion and, and you know, it just it looked like you're going to fall off a lot of the times, but a lot of times just keeping you strong, man, down the journey. So Righteous. We got a phone call. Christian is on the line. Christian Hey, what's up? Christ, hey, what's Christian, going on? what's going on, man? Uh, nothing much, man. I just was, I uh, caught your guys' program. I just wanted to tell you guys how much I was really enjoying it. Uh, I actually just got done, like, a few months ago. Uh, I graduated from PSU with a uh, philosophy degree, oh. a bachelor's in, in, in <laughs> philosophy. Nice. Uh, and just what you guys are just talking about, man, it was just hitting me so hard. And uh, I just wanted to tell you guys, like, keep it up, you know? Man, I appreciate that philosophy. That was my oh, that was dude. my most interesting course. I took a philosophy course. I, I go to PSU right now too, and uh, my philosophy course it really stretched <laughs> my right. way of thinking. Right. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I took philosophy once. Man, I went to U of O and Eugene, and but I I studied politics. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> it's all in the same realm, though. But thanks a lot, Christian. Mm-hmm. Man. Uh, the, these phone calls just kind of just help us make sure that, you know, we in line with what we're supposed to be doing and where we're going. We want to connect with as many people as possible and try to get things to resonate so we can all become more aware, you know? Right on. Well, thank you guys again. All right. Thanks, thank man. Thank you. 
Phone calls and coming that, up. That, 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 so we got that. like 13 more minutes, man. If y'all want to call in, 503-231-8187. Um, where we at? Where yeah. we at? Jump into this one right quick. This kind of heavy. Oh, kind of. We got time for this? Yeah, I mean, this kind of. Like 20 pounds or like 10? We'll make it, it like in 10. 40? We'll make it into 10. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so growing up, I remember uh, Scarface had a song, had a line in the song. Never seen a man cry till I seen a man die. And that was one of those things, even as a kid, that kind of stuck. And I think about the first time I had ever seen a male, adult male cry, which was my father. Not even cry, just seen the, the after. And remember him getting me ready for school right. and me being like, you got something in your eye? Like, why are your eyes? You're like, I'm a kid. I'm, you know, I have right. no, I, my dad doesn't cry. <laughs> and right. so... I'm trying to figure out what's happening. He's like, you know, it's nothing, and you know, we're I'm I'm prying, I'm curious, so I keep asking, mm-hmm. and you know, then he mentioned that my uncle had passed away last night, mm-hmm. and shook me up, and it was like, whoa, and then you know, becoming and going through my life and having this idea that boys don't cry, right, men don't cry, and thinking. Today, having a, a just a, a a moment of going through life and realizing the last times I, cry, I cried at 17, I can pinpoint at 17 years old, at 23, and then at 32. Right. Those I can pinpoint the times of actually having <laughs> full on and understanding that the, the triggers weren't even the bulk of it. It was all those other years and everything else that came out in that moment right and re- like understood like in even thinking during like why am i crying like what where is this coming from right. and being younger and not understanding that right you know at that at that 23 and that 17 i remember being mad at myself afterwards like what am i do- like what right like, like right. legit shaking right. my head like shake that off like right nah that's not that's not how this works right and then getting a bit older and understanding that you know and i'm, I'm still not making it out like i can just tear on command or right, you know right. what I mean still don't handle I'm still trying to understand more about that but right. understanding that the the lack of emotion that we're able to show I feel like it also creates a lack of a of uh emotional intelligence mm. we're not able to pick up on certain things oh, that we're right. not able that's to right. we don't express it we don't right. deal with in this arena right. so we don't understand and another piece in there is um you know a story I think about often I remember uh I went on a vacation for a few years with my, my oldest daughter mm. right after she was born right. and didn't get to see her again until she was about five. And I remember one day we're getting out the van and uh, it was a grandma's van. I'm getting out and I went to slide the door back and it hit her. Uh-huh. And I remember turning around, like hearing the thud, turned around and she's, you know, that cry where there's no sound. It's just, oh, right. and then she went crazy and I didn't even know what to do in that moment like I grabbed her a little bit right. but it was still kind of like uh, you need like get, what you what do I get, do now you needed to get soft didn't you right and in that moment it was like you, you're alright like right. it wasn't it wasn't right. that bad you, you, you gonna be alright instead right. of right. consoling her in that moment Right. And I think that plays on where, especially as young boys, not being consoled in a certain way. Some right. of us, you know, right. some moms, you know, definitely on top of it. Right, right. But there's a, you know, a good portion of us who don't get that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's suck it up, 
handle that. So when it's time to be compassionate, it's time to be able to show that it's it, you don't even know how to do. How many times Absolutely. I've been around somebody and they're crying and I'm awkward. Right. Like, okay, well. Like you tap their shoulder hey, like, uh. I'm good for cracking a joke, bro. That's what I default to. Right, I right. default to cracking a joke or trying right. to say something funny. And it's like, this is a serious moment. Right. Them jokes that keep you out of a vulnerable moment. Right. You know, right. you don't have to say something sweet. You can say something right. funny. Right. <laughs> right. Right. So, yeah. I mean, what, what for you, what's the last time that you felt like you actually purged? Not not like the like a, my puppy paw on the shoulder well, in the movie where a tear comes. Well, it's a little different for me, man, because like, you know. I lost my mom, you know right. what I'm saying? So I don't, I'm sure your mom's still alive, right? Right, yeah. right. So, I mean, you know, without, you know, if I was to take that out the equation, you know what I mean? Um, I, I don't know, man. You yeah. know, like, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's it's rare, you know? I just think that, you know, I just think that we we, we hold it in a lot, man, and, and then we purge, you know what I'm saying? Right. I have done that before. Yeah. And even, you know, and they say a lot of, they say females do that a lot and they don't really yeah. know why they upset a lot of the times due to a lot of hormonal right. issues, emotional issues or whatever, you right. know, but I feel like we go through that too, but people just don't know it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so like, and I think for us, I know the times that I have, I can't really pinpoint when, but I know it's times that I just get overwhelmed with the mm. world and being a man right. in this world and trying to fight for everything, fight for a relationship, fight to be respected, fight to try to love, fight to be loved, fight to go to work, mm. fight just to drive. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like all these things you got to fight to do and still being misunderstood and you're trying to do right all around the board. Right. You know, right. that's enough to break, I think, a break a man down and have him, you know, they say they say men, boys don't cry, man. You know, but they, I've also heard that men cry in the dark. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they don't want they sometimes they don't want their family to see it. They right. don't want their wife to see it. They don't want to tell nobody. They just because again we taught that that's real less than that's less than manly. It's, it's you know it's not masculine. You know, and I think that's what holds us back. And so yeah. when we do really get overwhelmed, we just explode. And everybody like, right. wait a minute, it man, you ain't been crying six years. Now all of a sudden you mad? These you things. Know? You know, and so and that's why we got to have an outlet, man. And you got to be okay with that as a man, especially if you're going to continue to love people and try to help people. You got to be able to accept love and accept the same love and the help that you give people that are emotional. Right. Let people afford you that when you're emotional right. and, and understand that you're a human. You're not just a man, but you're a human being yeah. with feelings and All of the feelings. emotions. Like I they, think, uh, <clears throat> you know, something I think about is with my son. And again, I'm a young parent, so... I've pretty much grown up with my kids, so they've, right, right, right. they've got to experience the growth and the evolution, but thinking of, you know, there being a point with my son, who's 11 now, but being, when he was, you know, two, three, of being that, like, bro, like, chill out, you all right, like, chill out, right. and I'm still, I think I'm still in, a, in the middle of the road, but one thing that I do tell him now is there's nothing wrong with crying. Right. There's nothing wrong with your emotion, but as the man that you're 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 going to grow into and being the leader of a family one day, that you have to be able to even with your emotions in the moment, you have to be able to be centered and be able to make sure everybody's good. Right. And then you can have your moment to wind down right. and let all of that out. And that's the thing right. I kind of pushed to him because you know, and I explained to him it was my daughter's in the room too. I was like, right now, if something fell through this ceiling. The first thing you guys are going to do is look at me. Right. And if I'm over here freaking out, 
Things. That's going to send you guys going crazy. Right. So therefore, I don't have a moment to sit and, and right. process that right, right. then. I've got to get you guys right. And then I can sit. And that's why, you know, people do things. And then once their adrenaline calms down and they get to shaking and, you right. know, it's, it's then they that's where you have your moments. You sit down and you purge it out. Don't try to hold it in. And that's something, you know, I try to preach, even though I haven't got to that point yet. Right. <laughs> Being able to necessarily just go sit in a room and be like, let me right. get this up out of me if, if that's what need be. But again, I'm aware at this point. Right. And I don't feel so strongly that, oh, I, I can't have an emotion. Right. You know, I've had that that narrative put on me, especially with the women in my life, of you just seem indifferent to so much stuff. Right. And it's like, okay, because I'm, I'm chill. I'm not too amped up. You right. Know, and the things right. that do, when it does get amped, it's it's anger that's came out. You know, in my younger years of being quick to, oh, we're, we're fighting and everybody right. here, I'm fighting everybody in this room. That's, right. you know, that, that type of energy as opposed to understand what the real issue was. Mm. Carl. Alright, send Run him back. Send him in. Let's see what Carl talking about. Can you hear me? Yeah, Carl. Yes, sir. Yeah, so um uh, And Carl's right quick too. We got about three minutes left going, so yeah, I just you know I, I just thought I've thought about this before listening to you guys. Just this you know this whole you know being a man and you know I, I you know I grew up and you know my dad was a man's man and you know and it's all about being competitive and winning and all that mm -hmm. crap and it's you know that's all fine and dandy but it kind of puts you in opposition to a lot of the world and. And I guess the, the one thing I have to think about is, you know, as a a minority, whether you're African or Mexican or whatever, you know, and and the way that you know that if if you're in, I think if you're in that position, which I'm not, but I'm sure if you're in that position, you feel like you have to fight harder than anyone, you know, just to just to be normal, right. and it's you know, and I guess. The thing that I would say to anybody that's in that position is that, is that, you know what, that's a load of crap. You are just as good as anyone in the world. You know, you got the same stuff in you as the greatest human being. And anyway, that's all I got. Thank, Thank, Thank you, Carl. Guys. Yeah. All right. All right. Carl with two calls on us, man. Yeah. Showing a lot of love, man, and I a lot like of that point. He's showing a lot of energy and a lot of connection, man. And got. All right. All right. Well, we we we're told to tell you guys we love you. Make sure <laughs> to check us out on the socials. We on the book. We got the Facebook fan page, Calculated Conversation. Oh, yeah, on Facebook. Yes, we got the YouTube under Calculated Conversation. The videos are going up this week. You'll be able to check those. Twitter, at Calculated Talk, singular, not plural. Calculated Conversation at gmail.com if you want to give us a little email and something about something to discuss. That's right, that's right. Every Tuesday, 7 p.m., KBOO Community Radio 90.7 Calculated Conversation Show. See you next Tuesday. Don't be late. Just win deep. <laughs>